You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel weird. Let me offer. It's fine. It's fine. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey. <laughs> so. Poor Alexa has to wake up early to fit in recording. So she like sets an alarm and gets up super (laughs) early. And then we try to record and get it over with first thing in the morning. So that's nice that it's done. But also not nice that you have to wake up early. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. I'll I'll start waking up here in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't drink coffee. But I'm glad that. So just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just give me a minute. But uh, yeah, I'm excited that this episode, I'm not going to have to really talk too much anyway. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Hopefully you can just... It's going to be a little story time for me. Interject when you want, but otherwise I'll just uh, yeah hold the show, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited because I have not... I mean, I know you spoke on... Forest Birth uh, on a different podcast, and I just, I didn't listen to it yet because I'm like, well, I want to hear it for the first time here. Yeah. So. And also, like, I, um, like, I went into detail on their podcast, of course, because they asked me to, but I feel like I have free range to, like, go into more detail on our podcast just because, like, their podcast wasn't necessarily for moms. Neither of them had kids and so um that was super cool that i got to do that interview and speak on the birth um for a whole different audience but i didn't know like how gross that would be for people who aren't moms <laughs> so i figured um yeah anything super <laughs> gross i would say for you guys you're welcome <laughs> yeah you know it's so funny i don't know if i told you but i was talking about my period on my instagram the other day and I had a family member actually message me and say, you know what? You shouldn't be sharing sharing stuff like this. This is TMI. And I just wrote back. I, might, I think I told you about this. But I wrote back and I was like, if you don't like what I'm sharing, then you can unfollow me. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like no other mom. Because my, my moms follow me. That That's who, who is on my page. And all the other moms are completely fine with me talking about my period (laughs) so yeah so in the same sense I was just reminded yes moms will not mind hearing all the gory details about yeah but on the period thing really fast like we don't we have a period episode (laughs) I feel like we do or we meant to I thought we had a period episode um but anyways like anybody who's like oh especially a woman who's uncomfortable with period talk I'm like, honey, you need to become more comfortable with yourself because that's a normal bodily yeah. function of <laughs> yeah. a woman and you're not allowed to shame me yeah. for something that happens to you every month as well. If anything, you should be like, yeah, I'm um, right there in, like in the trenches with you, you know? So anyways, um, right. yeah. but yes, I'm so excited and yeah. also <laughs> yeah. so nervous. Honestly, I know this is so weird, but like my births are so like personal and like intimate to me um where I get like kind of weird like sharing about them I don't know why I know that's so weird but like even like forest birth photos I've shared like two 
and there's like 400 and they're really good. And I just have felt so weird like sharing them because I'm like, this was such a special, like proud, like powerful, intimate moment for me and like for my family. And it's like weird to be like, hello universe, would you like to come take a peek into a very vulnerable, intimate moment in my life? So I don't know why, but yeah, I'm nervous. I guess I'm just nervous. Yeah. Well, I hope you share one of those pictures when we post this this episode. Maybe like I would a new love one. to do that. That would be really cool. And I feel like I was yeah. kind of like waiting until we did this episode. I would almost have permission from myself that like, okay, like your story's out there, so now like people you can point them towards that when they ask about it, and then you can share photos as you see fit. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I know that's yeah. like so random, but yeah, yeah. It's just, ah, so I don't know. I'm not private about a lot of things because like my businesses and my brand is me. So I share a lot of my life. So it's nice sometimes just to have things that are for me, at least only for me for a while. So Forrest is five months old. He'll be yeah. six months old um, on the 9th of November. So six months and no one has heard his birth story or seen my birth photos, <laughs> which is so crazy. Wow. I mean, not yeah. no one. Like, my mom has seen the photos. And, like, my grandparents, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not... Well, that's just your, like, your boundaries, you know? And we always talk about boundaries and having them when you have a child. And this is just part yeah. of it. Yeah. You know? So, I think it's going to be really fun uh, to share. And I'm really excited for people to hear it because people will not stop asking me, like, tell me about your birth, your home birth. And I'm like, you have to wait for the podcast to come out to hear about it. Um, (laughs) So I'm excited to have it out there. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. Enjoy my tale of birth. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So do you want... Oh, okay, cool. I was going to say, do you want to just jump in? So let's do the thing. Let's do it. Let me pull up my little bullet points because... I didn't want to forget anything important. So I'm going to kind of preface it like a little bit before the birth. That way that people understand, like get the full story. Um, So I had pretty bad predominal labor on and off for a few weeks before I actually gave birth. So basically predominal labor is, um, if you don't already know, it's like, it's not Braxton Hicks per se. It's like labor that starts and stops. So... It's worse than Braxton Hicks, I guess, because there was even one morning, like I was timing my contractions and I had a timer app and it, they were started to be five minutes apart and I got so scared and started crying. So I called Alexa and I was like, Alexa, it says I need to go to the hospital and I don't know what to do. And she's like (laughs) in North Carolina at the time I'm in Virginia and she's like, yeah, um, I can't really help you with that part, but. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It was just so funny because I just thought it was funny that I called you because I I don't yeah. know. It's like, what are you going to do? Come drive up and then drive me to the hospital in six hours? So, um, Well, I think you needed – there was a couple times where you had messaged me or called me, and I think you needed permission to, like, bother your midwife, if that made sense. It's like, yeah. is it okay if I bother my midwife now? And – um. I think just because I've had home births before, I worked at a wellness center with midwives. I was like, yeah, 
now's the time you can call your midwife if you feel good. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's true. You feel good too, I think you that's know? true because I feel like because you already have experience with home births and all that, I was just like, I don't like to bother my midwife. And I'd always ask you stuff yeah. and you're like, Rachel, like I'm not your midwife. Like, um, ask your midwife. Like you would obviously help me and like, con- like yeah. console me or whatever. Give me like your opinion, but you would always be like, yeah, you're allowed to ask your midwife this because you're paying her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was dealing with predominant labor and it kind of was weirding me out because I was like, man, like maybe I'm going to have this baby really early. And I had Roland like exactly on his due date. Um, but then my due date came and went and I was just like hanging out. And I want to say roughly around my due date, actually, I had like a, what I thought was labor starting because it was really picking up. Um, in the middle of the night and I had to like wake up Luke because I was like moving around and stuff and like just laboring, you know? And then I went to the bathroom and everything was like being cleared out, which is generally like a sign of labor. Yeah. And so I got nervous and I called my mom and I was like, mom, I don't know. I just like want you to be here. Like, I don't know if I'm in labor, but I want you to be here just in case. Yeah. Because she was going to drive down from Pennsylvania to watch Roland while I was in labor. And so that was about three and a half hour drive. So I was like, I know like <laughs> it's 2 a.m., but I need you to come here right now. So yeah, she did. And uh, then stuff slowed down again and we were all good. And she was here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember. And then, <clears throat> yeah. And then I want to say like two days later, I had like another pretty big false alarm where, okay, I mix those twos up, act two act up, I'm just realizing. So I just was like having weird feelings and just like feeling like it was going to happen soon. So sometimes people say like, you just know when it's going to happen. And so I was feeling like that, feeling some contractions. And I was like, mom, you should just come here just in case, because if you're here and baby's not here, it doesn't matter. You can just hang out. So then once she was here for like a day or two, I, same kind of thing happened again where stuff was picking up and I, um, was getting like weirded out cause it was coming so close together that like we actually called my entire birth team and set up the poll. We didn't fill it yet or anything, but we called my whole birth team over. It was two in the morning. Everybody was at my house at two in the morning, birth photographer, my midwife, my assistant midwife, and my doula. Mm-hmm. And I was like so excited because I always get very excited to be in labor. But um, when everybody was there, they, we were all just sitting in the living room and they were just like chatting a little, but like looking at me, everybody was looking at me a lot because they thought I was in labor. So they were like, hmm, let's watch her because she's in labor, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But I tried to like be on the ball. I tried to like walk outside because everybody looking at me made stuff start to slow down. And... I felt so like embarrassed because they were there. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to go out back and we're going to just like walk around. And so I just walked like laps and laps and laps around the backyard. And Luke and I would stop when I had a contraction and like, look at the moon. And he would like talk to me and he was very sweet. Um, But I was getting frustrated that it has slowing, it was slowing down. So because I was so embarrassed, like when we came back inside, I went straight back to my room. I didn't say anything to anybody. And I told Luke, like, 
oh, I wonder if this is TMI. And if we decide it is, I'll cut it out. But I told Luke, like, we're doing it right now because oh my gosh. I'm going into labor tonight <laughs> because everybody is here and the baby is happening. And so I laid with my spouse. I don't know if that's a gross way to say that. I'm trying to be nice about it. Oh my gosh. Um, well, literally everybody was at my house so, yeah. <laughs> because I was so determined. I was like, you will make this baby be born tonight. Like we're making the baby be born. Yeah. And that did help things pick up a little for a while, like they say it can, but then it tapered off again. And so I was so embarrassed. I wouldn't go out to say goodbye to anybody. I just told, like I said, tell them to go home, tell them I'm so sorry, and tell them I never want to see them again because no. I'm so embarrassed, basically. <laughs> but I mean, not really, yeah. of course. But he went and um, sent everybody home. And then I had like two days later, another prenatal or po- yeah prenatal appointment. And I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, I was so embarrassed. And they're like, we have been, like, this happens all the time. They're like, there's a lady who has seven kids. She was birthing her eight. And she called us in the middle of the night for a false alarm. Like, it's not uncommon. You didn't do anything wrong. We always wanted you to call, like, if you thought something was going on. Yeah. So they made me feel a little bit better about it. Good. But because I got stage fright, excuse me, I told them, like, when I am actually in labor, because apparently this baby is shy, you like, I'm going to hide in my room. Like you guys get here, you can hang out in the living room, but I'm going to hide in my room and I don't want anybody coming back and poking and prodding. Like only Heidi, my midwife, she can come back and do vitals of me and baby. And like sometimes Nicole can sneak back for a pic, but like not, no one's allowed to talk to me or like look at me basically. Yeah, And then I said, if I want to go, cause I really like laboring outside. I just like had that in my mind that I would labor outside. I just thought it was really beautiful. Yeah. So I said like, if I want to go in the backyard, like you guys have to hide in a room until I'm out back. And then when I want to come inside, you have to hide again until I come inside because I just don't want to scare the baby away again. I was like being so weird about it, but I was just so embarrassed that that had happened. Yeah. And, uh, which is actually so dumb because if you think about it, how many times do women go in and they're like, I'm in active labor. And they're like, you're one. Please go home. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but then a full week later, <laughs> after that false alarm, a week late after his due date, um, I started to feel contractions early in the morning and just kind of let things do their thing. And... Uh, man. Oh, I need to look at my paper. That's what, okay. So I had contractions in the middle of the night and early in the morning they started to pick up. So I called the midwives to like, give them a heads up that like, Hey, this might be it, but like, we'll let you know. They said, okay, we'll just like start setting up and we will come over just to at least check vitals and all that stuff and see what things look like. So we started setting up. My mom was here and she helped us set stuff up. And then the midwives got here around 9.30. And so when they got here, I hid in my room, like I said I was going to do. (laughs) And they came back for like intermittent checks to make sure I was good and baby was good. And I found that I liked to labor on my hands and knees. Hmm. Um, That was most comfortable. Or if like my arms were tired, I would stack up a bunch of pillows and like literally like kind of like lay over them sort of with my 
butt in the air <laughs> and just like labor. And we just like hung out back there. Luke put on some like good oils for me and put pressure on my back and we were like praying. And I just remember that I was telling baby, like talking to baby in my own head. And I was like, if you do your best to move down, like I'll do my best to open up and we can like work together. And this can be like super smooth and an easy transition for both of us. And I was just talking to baby, telling baby, move down. Like I'm ready to like open up for you basically. Yeah. And I know that's kind of strange, but it worked so well for me. I thought I wanted to use music. I didn't use music. I thought maybe I'd want like birth affirmations. I didn't really want too much of that. I just like really liked doing my thing back with Luke and just like having like a lot of like privacy and like peace where like we set the vibes for it, which was so, so cool. Yeah. And then I wanted to make sure things continued to progress so like when I had Roland, things were progressing naturally, but um, since I was in the hospital, they wanted me to pick it up faster, my doula and them did, so that I didn't uh, get forced intervention on me. Yeah. So I walked and that made me progress really fast. So I was like, let's go walk to make sure things like keep a moving. And I kept joking the whole time with everyone, like when Heidi would come back or like when I was walking out past them to go to the backyard, I was like... I don't know if I'm actually in labor and I'm not saying that I'm in labor because I don't want to scare baby. So like this, we might just all be hanging out and this might be more predominant labor, but we're just doing this thing. So yeah, yeah. I went out back and, and I was walking Luke and I and Roland came out and played too. So we were like playing with him and then I was walking and then I'd have a contraction and I had to labor on my hands and knees in the backyard, which probably looked very strange to the neighbors, but <laughs> I thought it was really cool. And that is cool. Basically from the time contractions where I had to get on my hands and knees, I was purposeful, like purposefully vocal so that um, like low, like natural noises that would help baby be brought down the birth canal. Mm, yeah. Because last time I like was making noises high which can sometimes keep baby like held up tight Hmm. so i was always purposefully making noises like even if i didn't necessarily like need to i just like let them naturally happen i would start them like as soon as a contraction would start i would start to make a noise and it was it was something kind of like this like uh like really low yeah and i would get lower if it was um harder to work through yeah and uh, so we just like hung out in the backyard and then when things were picking up a little I was like let's go in and just hang out with everybody because I was feeling less scared of people looking at me yeah (laughs) so we went in and I just labored on the couch now (laughs) and they like Luke and Roland would be like giving me water and Luke was uh, putting counter pressure on my back because that was very helpful the whole time and I would just like labor on my hands and knees. And then after a contraction was over, I'd flip back onto my back and like joke around with everybody. <laughs> and Heidi would come up to me and she'd be like, Are you still don't think you're in labor? Like laughing. And I'm like, I don't know. Because she like <laughs> knew I was in active labor. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like if this is active labor, I should be like screaming 
because of my last experience. Um, mm. And then I was like, well, let's try to get in the birthing pool because I feel like that would feel nice so I could just like swim around. So I went and changed into my bathing suit and well, okay, a bathing suit top, obviously. Not like a one piece, that would be inconvenient for birthing. <laughs> Um, but I decided to labor in the tub and I literally just like swam around. It was so fun. I wish I had a birthing pool in my living room at all times because it's so fun to swim in your living room. <laughs> I know that's so weird. Did you ever give birth in a pool? I don't, no. I can't remember. No, I haven't. Okay. Well, you should definitely get a cheap pool and put it in your living room because yeah. it's really fun. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> So I was just like swimming around in there. And then when I need to labor, I'd flip onto my knees and like put my arms over the side of the tub and Luke would press on my back and I would just like be vocal and labor. And that was pretty consistent. And then um, I started getting really hot Mm. because I overheat very easily. I'm like one of those people who can't even go in a hot tub. Yeah. Like in high school, a lot of my friends had hot tubs. Excuse me. And people would always want a hot tub in the winter, but it's a thing. And so I remember like being in the hot tub with everybody and being so hot that I would be in a bathing suit laying my body in the snow because I'd be so hot and they'd just like be in the hot tub hanging out. But I was getting so hot. So I told them like, I'm overheating. Like I could tell I was starting to overheat and it's not because the tub was too hot. Like it was comfortable, but they started pouring like ice water in there with me. And then they got like washcloths and put ice water on washcloths and put them like on my face, on my neck, trying to like cool me down. But I was too hot. I get very hot in labor. And so I was like, I'm getting out of this. Like this is too hot. I hate it. So (laughs) I want to... It was so random, I know, but so I went back to my room. Buddy, that's too loud. You're checking your sound wave, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Okay, good. No, I would be the same way. That's why I didn't get a a bath because or like a tub. I don't like being in the tub, but then I also know that I do get like once I get overheated, I'm like, nope, I'm out. (laughs) Peace. I didn't know you didn't like tubs. You don't like to take baths. No, I don't like to take tubs to take baths i i don't like sitting in my like dirty water it's weird oh my gosh yeah i love baths yeah girl <laughs> well then don't I'm go in weird. the ocean or a pool well i don't yeah it's not like my favorite water. thing to do it's not <laughs> <laughs> i decided to go back to my room and i was laboring on my bed and things were picking up for sure uh but it was still manageable. And I tried like a few different positions just to see, like I tried like me leaning back like on Luke. There was a few contractions that I had to do where Luke was almost kind of like behind me holding me up and they were checking heart rate on baby and me. And I never got my dilation checked. I didn't want to, I didn't think it was necessary. Um, But it was definitely starting to pick up. So I wanted to try to give birth in the tub because I've heard that it really is good for pain management during like transition and when baby's born, like that pain. And so I said, 
like, okay, I'm ready to try to go back in the tub. And they had been like putting cold water in it now instead to try to cool it down. Yeah. And so when I got back, it was very comfortable, which was great because I needed that time like out of the tub to overheat or to, I'm sorry, to like bring down my temperature from overheating. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get back in the tub and things are definitely picking up and I like labor for a while just Luke and I but I start to struggle a little with coping through the contractions with my like current method of vocalizing and you know counter pressure and all that so I told I turned to my like birth team and I said like I need help and they my midwife's assistant or I'm sorry my midwife she said like what can I do to help and I said, I need some. I need you to sit in front of me and like talk to me and look me in the eyes. So she was kneeling down on the side of the birthing pole, facing me, and Luke was standing up, applying pressure to my lower back, counter pressure. And she was just like looking me in the eyes and talking to me and telling me like, you can do this, like you're doing really great, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And that helped me immensely. Oh, I forgot to mention. I started having trouble like holding my body up over the side of the pool. Yeah. So they brought me my birthing ball, put a towel over the birthing ball because I was wet because I was in a tub of water. And I was like leaning over the ball and she was holding my hands over the ball. So that was really oh, nice cool. and comfortable, all things considered, because when you're in birth, it's very hard to be or when you're in labor. It was nice to find a position that was like semi-comfortable while laboring and so she was just holding my hand saying all those nice things and just really really helping me that helped like pull me out of my head when things are difficult i tend to get like deep into my own head yeah and that helped like pull me out of that a lot so i was still making noises and all that jazz and i started telling them like i feel baby moving down like i feel baby like locked and loaded and i was like i feel baby lowering which is actually really cool um yeah and they were like yeah like that's normal <laughs> and uh i was like okay well i guess like i'm feeling like i need to push and so i told them to get go get roland and my mom because i wanted them to be brought back just when baby was born yeah and oh funny side story while i was in active labor and i was in the tub like right before i was gonna push my mom was outside with roland and roland was playing in her car because he loves playing in people's cars yeah and he closed the door and then locked himself in the car oh so no while i was in labor roland <laughs> locked himself in my mom's car and i never knew like i had no idea like he unlocked it and she like they figured it out yeah but she has one of those like push to unlock cars or whatever yeah and the keys were like in the car because she was in there with him and then she got out to like stand and through the window and look anyways he locked himself in the car i just thought that was an interesting antidote that i learned after he was safe and i had given birth yeah so. yeah yeah fun fun story so yeah <laughs> um they came back in ridiculous right yeah i was like oh my gosh like what if like police would have had to come here yeah. to save my child yeah. out of a car while I'm in labor at my house. That would have been See, and my husband horrible. would have like filled me in during labor and I would have been like, are you serious? <laughs> no, that would have been so <laughs> yeah. bad. That would have been so bad. 
So, oh, anyway, I'm glad it worked out. Come inside. (laughs) Yes, me too. And so they come in, and I'm starting to get like close to pushing. I like my body's starting to naturally push. And I'm like bewildered because I've been waiting for transition. So I'm like, where's transition? If I'm pushing right now, because I was super confused because I remember transition with my first was like the really hard part for me. I call it literally the hard part when I'm referring to transition when I talk about my labor. I was waiting for the hard part and I was like looking at them like, but I haven't had transition yet. Like, how am I pushing, you know? Mm -hmm. And they were just like, if your body's saying to push, (laughs) like listen to your body. And... So I started to push, but I wanted to like really take my time pushing, but I didn't do that good at that because I feel like once you get pushing and you feel baby like there, yeah, baby is coming out, it's hard to be like, okay, let's take a little break and uh, yeah, the, the pressure's break on. And then come back here. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. the pressure yeah. is on. <laughs> and uh, so I started to feel him, his head, like baby's head lower so I was touching it because I wanted to touch baby's head. I thought that'd be really cool to do. Yeah. And I think Luke got to touch it too. I don't remember. Maybe not because I was like super busy, not paying attention yeah. to other things. And so I started to push and I only pushed for five minutes and then baby, water, his water broke and then he was born. So that was so crazy because I like felt the water bag burst like I felt the gush in the pool and I wanted to tell them like my water just broke but I couldn't talk because I was pushing a baby out um but they said that they totally saw it like it was very apparent in the water that the water broke and then baby came out and I scooped him right on up out the pool and pulled him forward to my chest pulled him up to my chest yeah and uh I was in actual shock. So, um, well, you'll, did you, you saw my birth photos, didn't you? Yeah, I think you shared Oh, wait, them no, with you me. were here, were you here after he was born? Yeah, you yeah. told me. And then you shared them with me when so I was So you saw there. them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you remember, but like there's ones like right after birth where I look insane because I think I was in shock and like the pain, like immediately postpartum was horrible. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like in the pool, kneeling, holding him. And my face is like insane. And I'm never sharing those photos on the internet because they <laughs> are horrifying. But um, if you know me personally, I'll show them to you. <laughs> I don't remember any <laughs> any pictures that looked like out of place, you know, but. Maybe it's just like me, yeah. you know, maybe I'm just being weird about them. But yeah. I just remember as soon as he was born, that was when it was pretty painful because his cord was very short so like holding i couldn't hold him like up high on my chest like in that position they like helped me sit back in the tub and then i could hold him up higher on my chest but like kneeling i could only hold him to like maybe my boobs like not up on my chest yeah and that was so painful to have like a cord like pulled taut against my crotch that i just gave birth yeah you know, I just yeah. had given birth and then it was pulled against that area very uncomfortable and we just like laid back and we were just like obviously like this is our baby holy cow 
And I just remember being like, I looked at them right away when I laid back and I was like, that wasn't bad. Like that wasn't even hard. And I was, (laughs) I was so confused because I was like, I should have been like screaming and I didn't scream. Like, I think I definitely had to like be pretty loud to get the baby out. Like, I feel like that's when I was loudest. Yeah. I laid back and they like covered us up with a towel and we just like looked at baby and snuggled him. And then we realized, I said him, but we had, we didn't know at this point yet what the gender of baby was. So we like pulled the towel back and looked and we were like surprised at first because we could have sworn it was going to be a girl so that was super funny at first because the doula was like you guys looked confused for a second at first when you saw baby's gender but then as soon as it like sunk in we cried because we always cry and uh and if you know me I cry about everything so (laughs) definitely cried about that and um we just like got to enjoy baby and Roland was right there and he was like so excited to meet baby. He was just like leaning over and like rubbing uh, Forrest's head and just like trying to get in and snuggle up with him. And he was also playing in the birthing pool. He was like splashing over the side. So there's some lovely photos of us cringing as he yeah. splashes us with earth water. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it was just a really, really special moment. And so we had a little while in the tub and I was ready to move to the bed because I was just like so uncomfortable in there at that point. And so they had to help me up because the cord was so short and I was holding him. And obviously he was still attached via placenta. So they had to like, a couple of them had to hold on to my elbows and like hoist me kind of. Yeah. And that was so painful because of that cord and they just wrapped me up and helped me transfer to bed and uh we had that nice oh well first I think I birthed the placenta I think that makes sense so they made sure I'd birthed the placenta and everything was good and that was so rough like the first time it was like so easy I remember and this time it like just wasn't coming out it was like I had to like push a bunch to get it out which was kind of weird um, but they looked at placenta and like got to show me it, which was really cool. I never got to see it the first time, but I wanted to like look at it because I never got to. Yeah. And that was really cool. And his cord was so juicy. It was crazy. Like you could tell his cord was like shorter and thicker than usual, which is so random. Yeah. And we don't know why. It's just one of those mysteries of birth. And so I birthed the placenta and they just like wrapped it up and put it next to us because he was still attached via his cord. Yeah. And uh, we had golden hour. We just like snuggled and nursed and um, Luke and I and Roland all like laid on the bed with him and snuggled him. And my mom was in there too, I think, for most of that, if not all of that. I can't quite remember. Um but it was just so lovely. I was so confused. Like, just like that, we just like had another baby now. It was weird. Like when you have your first baby, at least for me, it was like first baby's born and you're like, wow, cool. A whole new person. And that's a huge adjustment, but you like get used to having him around or your first around. And then this one, I was like, who the heck are you? And how are you going to fit in here? You know? Yeah. But it was just exciting to have baby on the outside 
and not on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> that was very exciting yeah. for me. Um, and then after the golden hour, they came in and they did the newborn screenings like for him all on the bed, which was so great. They like clamped the cord and Luke cut it right there on the bed. And then they like, you know, checked to make sure everything was good with baby and checked to make sure everything was good with me. And then they wanted me to go to the bathroom and I went to the bathroom with my midwife and obviously I was using the Perry bottle. And that is the first time I cussed during my whole labor and my midwife just like busts out laughing because she was like, I've been waiting to hear you curse. She was just like, thought it was the funniest thing ever. And I was laughing too, because I was like, giving birth, don't need to curse. Going pee after giving birth, do need to curse. So (laughs) that was pretty rough, but funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I went and got back in bed and they like tidied everything up, wash in the laundry. And then like they left. It was so crazy smooth. And like Luke said, like he, I pretty much stayed in bed, but he went out and he was like, after they left, it looked like no one was ever here and gave birth. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So the total time, like from start to finish, like, um, was roughly three and a half hours. Wow. Like from active labor. Um, so it was really fast. That is fast. Um, And you would think that since it was fast, it wouldn't have been so manageable. But that's so awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome that it went so smoothly. Yes. And like a couple of my favorite parts like were his water not breaking until he was born was a really cool thing because when his water broke, they said, obviously it was about to give birth. Okay. But when his water broke, they said they could see that there was meconium in my fluid when the water broke, like in the tub, they could tell there was meconium now. Yeah. And that's what happened with Roland when my water broke. There was meconium in the fluids, and I got transferred to the hospital for that. So I wasn't able to have home birth. And it happened again, but I was already giving birth, so I was able to have a home birth, and baby was totally safe. And that just kind of shows me that if I decide to have another baby, I'm going to go into it telling my midwife like two times I've had meconium in my fluid and baby has been safe. And so I'm staying home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Well, yeah. Like. Well, and that's yeah. so neat too that your water didn't break um, into the last. So maybe that was like God giving you your your home birth, you know? Home birth. So. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And then a rainbow outside. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. That <laughs> yeah. would be like all a big old signal from God. But the other cool thing about the water not breaking is when your waters break and you're contracting, baby's head hits your cervix. But when you have that water bag intact, there's like a cushioning between your cervix and baby's head for every contraction. Yeah. So I have just the theory that that made it a lot less painful because baby's head was never hitting cervix, like my cervix during those contractions. Yeah. I had that like cushion of water to kind of protect some of that pressure from my cervix. So yeah, I think that's probably why it was a lot more manageable other than the fact too, that I was like in my space, it was so chill and I didn't, um, have people bothering me constantly. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> like when I was in the hospital where they were like constantly messing with the fetal monitor and I was like, get off of me. Yeah. Um, go away. So that was so <laughs> cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was really, really cool. You. And um, I'm trying to think what else was extra cool to me. I can't like... The whole thing, like after I gave birth, I told Luke, like, I can never have another baby, which is what I say every time after I give birth. I wasn't saying it because I didn't want to like have to labor again. I was saying it because my birth was my dream birth. And I don't think it's possible to have a better birth than that. And I know that's like really an intense thing to say, but it's like, if I do that again, like... It can probably only be worse, so no. <laughs> I need to stop right there. Because or it could that be the was same. So like it was just amazing. Yeah, I guess. Like if your body is like already like saying, "Okay, this is how I birth," <laughs> then I I'm under the impression that it will be the same or better, like shorter. Yeah, you know. One could hope, but <laughs> generally, like the faster they are, the more painful they are. Because like yeah. with Roland, it was like five and a half hours. Yeah. And it was so painful because it was so fast. That's how mine were. It's like they were faster, but then it was like all active labor and it was awful. But maybe that, maybe that pre-labor really helped your body kind of like accept what was going on, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that's a a cool thing about, I guess the only cool thing about predominant labor is that you could be pretty dilated for days. And so, like, each, like, round of contractions that I had during predominant labor brought me closer to giving birth. Yeah. So it's not like it was wasted effort by my body. So yeah, that probably had something to do with it, too, where it was like I was just probably already sitting at, like, a five or something. Who knows? Maybe a four. I remember with Roland, five was a little bit tough. So who's to say? Yeah. But that definitely could have made a difference. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I think that's pretty much it. Like, I'm curious if I, I'm sure I'll remember things that I left out, but that's the gist, and it was so awesome. So yeah, thanks for sharing. That's so amazing. I've been waiting to hear, and like you were kind of apprehensive to share, and I was like, oh no, something bad happened, you know? No, <laughs> and so here we go. No. It was like all really, really good, and. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm and so happy for you. And I think that's why. I, thank you. Yeah, I think that's why it was hard to share is because it was my dream birth. And I had it and I like I it happened. So it was really um, just like intense to get to experience that and then to have the like sharing it. I was like, no, it's my dream birth and it's private. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Well, especially happening after that la- the last birth, it's like... I don't know. It's just a gift, you know? I just feel, like, especially since you guys took priority to, like, pray and and all that, it's like, I, I just I just feel like your whole story, it's like a gift. Because I've never heard of something like this where it's so quick and, and kind of pain, not painless, but, like, easy. Not painless. Yeah, but, but easier yeah. To, to go through. And, um, and that's awesome. It's just, like, this gift that you got. So that's great. Yeah, it was really crazy because birth is hard. I'm not saying that was like easy by any means. Yeah. It was definitely still painful. It wasn't, there was pain, but I, it was never 
like where I couldn't handle it. Sure. Which is the craziest thing because I feel like there's always you like especially like usually well for me that one time with Roland, it was transition where I couldn't handle it and I lost my mind and I like basically freaked out and just was dying in my own body. Yeah. And that w- was really scary to experience. And I was just like not looking forward to that experience again where you feel like trapped in your body. Yeah. It's like, oh, my body's torturing itself. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> yeah. I was just really waiting for that. I was like, well, once I get to the very, very hard part. Buddy, buddy. Once I get to the hard part, then baby will almost be here and I can be done. That's kind of what I'd always was thinking. Yeah. So the fact that that never happened and then baby got here, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So that was like bewildering. Yeah. And I'm very thankful. But also, like I said, can't ever give birth again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see if you guys will or not. But. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we will probably have at least one more. But it all really depends on my health. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy these baby times with two boys. I know, two boys. It's awesome. Yeah. Little boy mom over there. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. I hope my birth was inspiring for some. If you have ever been apprehensive about having an unmedicated birth or a home birth, now you know that it can be truly magical, so to speak. And please enjoy this rendition of Mommy Finger by Roland. So, um, goodness gracious. Yeah, like don't don't think that birth is going to be easy and that it's not going to be something you need to like somewhat train for because it's a marathon for sure. But just know that if you want to do it, you can. You can definitely make it happen and it can be just what you want. And I hope that everybody gets to experience the birth that they want. If anybody has questions, something that they would like to know in more detail or something I didn't go over, uh, please let us know and I can touch on that in a different episode. But yeah, it feels really exciting to have this uh, be going out to everybody and I hope you really enjoy it. Yeah. I can't wait to see the pictures again because I I remember you showing them to me, but I can't wait to have, you know, see what you choose to send out into the world. So... I'm excited. Yes, that will be nice. Ones that don't have my butt in them. (laughs) So. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Ones that I'm not nude. But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited to start getting to share more of those in the future. So. Awesome. That's really exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And we will talk to you again very soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaboration. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.